This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. And I realize, I realize that we, we young people, we, we believe that this is automatic. It's not. He rocked you all night long so that you wouldn't wake up brain dead this morning. You ought to thank him. Amen? Amen? I, I, th I, I believe that if you'll just think, you got to thank him. Amen? I, I, I don't know where somebody's at this morning, and, and maybe the, the holiday season uh, has brought you to a place of not joy but anxiety. I think you need to thank him. Amen? Amen? Because when you think of your situation, it could be way worse than it is. Amen? You, you could be that person sleeping up under that cardboard. Come on now. Come on now. God, God doesn't require a lot of us other than to worship him. Hallelujah. Worship him. So come on, give him a hand praise, Lord. First, giving honor to God for this opportunity, and then to our pastor and first lady, and to my bride. She's the stuff, y'all. <laughs> uh huh, uh huh. She's the wind beneath my wings. Hallelujah. So, as we embark upon this holiday season, and many of us have already dived in, okay? And some of us are up to our necks in debts. Oh, come on with me. It's okay. It's okay because if you tell the truth, it'll set you free. Uh, there's no sense in coming up in here or on your job acting like it's all that and you've run your credit card to the max, amen? But this time of year can bring on some anxiety for folk who have less than they need to do what they think they want to do. And so, this morning we want to look at the subject, the thankful giver. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about, Pastor Cole? I mean, if I'm giving, if I'm giving, I want them to thank me. No, 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 no. In all of your giving, give thanks. Amen? And that's going to that's hit somebody about an hour from now. But in all your giving, we need to give thanks. You came here this morning and, and uh, you have reasonable health. Uh, you got a few nickels in your pocket. You need to give thanks. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Be a thankful giver. Be a thankful giver. Each year... Christmas ushers in a season of giving. The holidays are in the air and people are happy everywhere. Amen. You just, you're in the season. Jingle bell. Come on. And, 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 and we get consumed with the season. We get, we get so consumed 
with the season, we forget the reason for the season is Jesus. We get caught up in all of our shopping and, and going out trying to get this and get that. But we, and, we, and we soon forget the reason for the season is Jesus, church. Amen? Amen? People purchasing gifts will help stimulate the economy. Shoppers are trying to rush out there and find that hard-to-find item so we can get it, take it home, and stick it up under the tree before somebody knows we got it. But as you go about your season of giving, be sure to stop and give thanks. There is no way to express the need other than to say, you need to be thankful. I'm not trying to shake the trees here this morning. You ought, you ought not have to look far to understand that you're here this morning because of a good God who got you up this morning and started you on your way. Amen? Amen. So in all your giving, church, give thanks. And for some, unable to buy the toys or fill the stockings. For them, this holiday season is filled with anxiety. And if that's you, what the Lord wants you to know this morning is that your best days and your blessed days are ahead of you. Amen. 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 Put that under your tree. Stick that in your stocking. Amen. 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 But there were dark days that led up to the proceeding of the good news. The prophet Isaiah wrote, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light was shined. You have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of the harvest. As men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke off of his burden and the staff off of his shoulder. The rod off of, the, of his oppressor as in the day of Midian. For every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Church is always wise to know the context of the, uh, of the text preceding the good news. Because these were some dark days. These, these, it, it was not, these were not days of milk and honey. These, this, this was where God had gotten to a point with this, with the cra with this crazy world that, that he had to step in and shine light on the darkness. So it's always good 
to understand the preceding text so that you'll clearly understand the text that you're trying to matriculate. Amen? Amen? I pray that helps somebody. In the time of great darkness, God promised to send a light into those who, who shine and on everyone who is living in the shadow of death. He made a promise. He promised a, he promised a light to, to, to illuminate the area and the spaces where everybody was living in darkness. And everybody was living in darkness. They, they, and sometimes when you're living in darkness, you don't realize you're in darkness because you've been there so long. Amen. Amen. You don't, you, you, your eyes, our eyes will adjust to darkness and our eyes will adjust to light. But if you've been in the darkness so, too long, you think you're okay. Amen. Amen. God promised to send a light who would shine on everyone living in the shadow of death. That was then. Today, we slip into darkness in thought and in deed. You can't say amen, just say ouch. <laughs> we do. We, 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 go about our, we go about our lives and because and, and we'll and we have we have and we'll slip into darkness. And some of us will dwell there a long time. You know, we'll, we'll tarry there in that darkness for, for a long time. Why? Because it feels good. Because we think nobody sees us. And so we're just doing our thing in the darkness. But today, that that God brought to shine on those who are living in darkness, he's still there. Amen? He's still there. He's still there. Today we slip into darkness and thoughts and in deeds, but then we hear that still small voice calling us out of the darkness into his marvelous light. Amen? Amen? He's calling you. Come up out of the darkness. Come on. Come on out of there. When Mama and I were in high school, I was the, the cafeteria DJ. Man. Yeah, yeah. And 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 th there's a group called War. Anybody? Anybody? Uh, amen. I, I see Mama's here. It's before you guys. And 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 there and there was a song and and it, and it, it, it was it was slipping into darkness. When I heard my mama's cry. I was slipping into darkness. When I heard my mother's cry. Amen? Amen. Thank God for the mother's cry. Oh, come on. Come on. Thank God for the mother's cry. Because, and I, and I, can, and I can hear them, I can hear them now. Boy, wait, what you doing? Where you at? Amen? Amen? The countless times mama has saved our bacon. 
Thank God for the, amen, for the mama's cry. Amen. 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 They saved our bacon more times than we know. Yeah, and, and, we were, and we were bad children for the most part. I don't know if I was a bad child, but, but I think I ran with some bad children, so that must have made me bad. I don't know. I don't know. But, but, but I recall hearing my mama's cry. Boy, boy, what you doing? Where you at? Amen? Amen. For the mother's cry. The Bible says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Yearly we recite this verse and hear it sung as we celebrate Christmas. Yet this verse also contains reference to the one of the great incomprehensible truths of the body, the incarnation. A child is born, a son is given, y'all. See, we can accept this truth by faith. But we cannot fully grasp what it meant for the second person of the Godhead to shed his eternal state and put on flesh. Paul tells us that he took on the form of a servant and became as man, the Bible says. But he made himself of no reputation taking on the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. See, church, he veiled his manifestation of deity and assumed real humanity. So the word likeness here in the text suggests that Jesus was really a man, but not merely a man. Amen? His humanity was genuine, yet he was being, that his being was still divine. See, see. He was God and man at once. Amen? Amen? Christ came in the form of a son, a savior, and a friend. See, see we get it twisted. We, we get it twisted because of us. Because of our sin nature, we believe that we gotta, we got that we gotta always feel bad uh, about slipping into darkness. When it actually, we just have to repent and walk in the joy of His forgiveness. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Hallelujah. I, you know, uh, God does not want you walking around with an anchor on your neck because of what you did last week. Amen. Amen? Amen. Amen. He brought a, he, God ushered in a light to shine on you, to shine on me, to, to bring us out of the darkness into his marvelous light. See? In this season of giving, let us be mindful of the fact that every good and perfect gift comes from above. See? And comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation of shadow or turning. James 1, 17. His gifts are perfect. That's why we should always seek what he wants for us. 
Not what, not, not what you want. You want. You want what he wants. You want what and who he wants for you. Amen? Amen. I, you know, brothers, sisters, you want, what, you want who God wants for you. And, be, and just, because it's not, it, he, he, just because he ain't knocked on your door yet or she's not crossed your path don't mean he's not working on it. Amen? Amen? Amen. Because he's working on it. Why? Because what he has for you is for you. Hallelujah. 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 You don't have to wait till December comes around. You don't have to wait till the Christmas season comes around. You just be you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Look, he knows all about you. He knows what you desire. He knows what kind of person you're looking for. That may not be the kind of person he wants for you, but he knows. <laughs> he knows some stuff, church. He knows some stuff. So what you want is what he wants for you. What you want is who and what he wants for you. Amen? Is that good? Amen. I pray that helps somebody. Because oftentimes we get, we get, we get some thoughts in our, in our, in our head about, about what kind of person we think we, we want, what kind, of, you know, what kind of this we think we should have. Look, what God has for you, he has for you, and it's probably better than what you think you want. Amen? Amen. 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 Look, and he's not finished with you. I'm going to get into this later. Because he, this young man up here, this one up here, I have who God had for me. Come on, mama. She is my lover and my friend. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, back in high school. Yeah, oh, back in junior high. <laughs> okay. Our first, look, our first job together, our first job together was a Grace Community Church. We were 12. We were 12. That's our first social security entry. Okay. We were 12, and we were youth camp workers. We weren't bosses. We weren't managers. We were just, we were glorified babysitters. Amen? Amen? This is who God had for me. Hallelujah. Don't you know he wants to give you who he has for you? Don't you want what he has for you? Amen? And you, might, you, might have to, you might have to let go of some stuff. You, might have to, you, might, you may have to take your sights off of some things that you thought you wanted or somebody who you thought. You may have to drop some stuff and say, Lord, who do you have for me? What do you want for me? Amen? I'm getting ahead of myself. You want what he wants for you. Amen? Amen. Period. No, 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 nothing, nothing strange about that. We get, we get, yeah, yeah. We get in trouble when we insist on having what we want. Uh-oh. <laughs> now don't go tell pastor on me. But we do. We get in trouble when we, when we, when we go for what we think we want. Amen? Amen. 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 But God, the Bible says, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's not like us. He's not like me. 
and he's not like you. Oftentimes, our giving is transactional. Don't act like you don't. Come on. Come on. We give to solicit something of equal or greater value. Come on now. Just say ouch. Don't raise your hand. We give, we do, uh, we, we, we respond to solicit something of equal value. Equal. Amen? Or greater. Most of y'all want greater. Amen? Amen? Amen. When that gift fails to get the re the desired response. We stop giving. Don't we? Don't we? That well will dry up, won't it? Because <laughs> you didn't get what you, what, what you, did, what you wanted to, you, you didn't get the, the desired effect, response that you, want, that you thought that that thing that you did was going to get. But you only did it to get something. And if you did it to get something, you don't need to get anything back. And in some circles, people won't accept your gift because they know how you roll. Amen? Amen? Cause, cause, because they know, how, they know how you roll. Girl, don't, girl don't, don't, don't take that from him. That man, you better leave that gift on the, on the steps. Amen? Come on. Come on. Because, because people are transactional in giving. Amen? It, it, it's, it's true. It's true. And God deliver us from being transactional in our giving. Because some, in some way, subconsciously, we're constantly being transactional in our giving. Amen? Amen? Can I see a hand? Oh, I see. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay, okay. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. The truth will set you free. Amen. Because, because he'll, deli he'll deliver us. He'll deliver you and me from being transactional. Pastor Cole, you may tell me you transactional in the things that you do. Subconsciously, I think I am sometimes. Amen. But I learned a lesson about 10 years ago. A brother, um, brother, a brother colleague sent me a check, a big check, a big check. And I remember when I got it, I said, all right. And I called him and I thanked him for it. And then as the years went by, there was a tension. <laughs> See? Because, because there was something in, in, that, that he felt like I could do for him in my position. And I didn't give that a thought. See? So be careful of receiving from folk who are transactional. Amen? Amen. 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 
See, God's not like us. He's not like us. He's not transactional. He's not, he, 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 he blesses us because he loves us. Amen? Amen. He's unchangeable. He always keeps his promises. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He always, he always keeps his promises. And so what, should, what do we need to do? We need to keep our eyes on his promises. Come, come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, it does not matter what the season. It does not matter that, that there's, not, there's not enough toys or, or under the tree or, or, or you got a, a lump of coal in your stocking. Keep your eye on the promises of God. Hallelujah. No matter what it looks like, he's bigger than that. He's bigger than all of that. You know, we've commercialized uh, Christmas, but this Christmas is about Jesus. And we, we've come to make it about something entirely different. Amen? Something, something way, way, way off track from what God had ushered in. And we know now that he, what, what this was about was shining a light on those living in the shadow of death. Amen? It was horrific leading up to verse 6 where he sent a light. A child is born. A son is given. Amen? So now let's look at some of the supporting characters and the divine manifestations that drove them. The Bible says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Matthew 2, 1-3. King Herod was a monster. He was a monster. And we're not going to read through all the texts. But he was a monster. Matthew says that Herod and all of Jerusalem with him were troubled at the news of the newborn king. Don't raise your hand. Who is troubled when you come in the door? Who's troubled when you come on the scene? Don't raise your hand. See, the room should become brighter when you walk through the door. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. You ever you ever you ever walk into a room? Okay. You you you're standing outside the door and you hear a lot of chatter inside the room and everybody's talking and no, no particular kind of meeting going on. People just, you know, just exchanging and you walk through the door and you can hear a pin drop. Who is troubled when you enter the room? See? See? Because I would suggest to you that if you're living your life for Christ, then when you walk in the room, it should brighten up. Amen? It should, it should brighten up. It shouldn't throw a shadow over the room. 
it should, it should brighten up. My wife says, folks should be glad to see you coming. Not just happy to see you go. That's cold. Amen? Amen? Folks should be glad to see you coming. Oh, there, there's, there's, there's brother. Oh, wow. There's brother so-and-so. Man, we've not seen him in a long time. Glad to see you coming. Why? Because he's not, he's not, he's not bringing baggage with him. Amen? She's, she's, not bringing, she's not bringing her issues with her. Folk happy to see you come. What you don't want is folk happy to see you go. Amen? Amen? Light always wins over darkness. The Bible says, verse 9, And when they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which had been seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. Verse 10. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced and with, with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Amen? The first one thought that, the, that mankind needed a king. Someone to come and put down unrighteousness and to bring peace and prosperity to the land. So he, gave, he brought gold, the treasure of kings. The second thought that God needed to send someone down here in human form. And so he brought frankincense. Since incense were used to worship. But the third thought that God needed to send a savior. Someone to take on the sins of the world. On himself. And that such a savior had to be a mighty sufferer. So he brought myrrh. A gift for someone who was to die. Amen. Amen. What are you putting under your tree? Because after today, you might want to rethink some of that. Amen? Because if what you're giving is not unto the Lord, you might want to take something back to the store. Amen? Amen? Because all of our giving must be unto the Lord. We're not giving to be praised by somebody. Our giving is unto the Lord. Amen? Amen? Fellas, are you giving like Mary? Amen? How put like how how is how is your Mary doing?
We know how Joseph's Mary was doing. How is your Mary doing? How's he doing? How's she doing? Are you taking care of her? Are you taking care of her wealth, her health, her welfare? Are you handling that? Are you doing it like Joseph? Joseph was 90 years old. 90. Mary was 14. Amen? Yeah. And Joseph handled it, fellas. He handled it. Are you taking care of your wife? Because if you're not, don't complain about what you're getting. Amen? I'm talking to somebody. Look, don't complain. Well, you know, I don't like the way. Don't complain. Are you taking care of your wife? Amen? Amen? Because if not, don't complain about what you're getting. And here's why. A female is designed by God to receive. Whatever she receives, she incubates, multiplies, and gives it back to the male. She was built to do that. So whatever you give a woman, she'll receive, multiply, and give it back to you. Give a woman a sperm, she'll never give it back to you. She'll multiply and give you a baby. If you give her a house, she'll multiply it and give you a home. If you give her groceries, she'll give you a meal. If you give her frustration, She'll multiply it. If you don't like what you're getting, change what you're getting. The late Dr. Miles Monroe. See, don't just give her your treasure. Give her your time, your attention. Pay attention, fellas. I mean, wife talking to you and you don't hear a word she's saying. Ladies, pay attention. When he's telling you something, it's sure enough what's going on. Not mine, yeah, okay. Right. Just saying. Just saying. Amen? Amen? Don't just give her your treasure. Don't just give her your money. Don't just go out and buy her diamond rings and, 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 and all those things. and put. Look, all that stuff's going to lose its glimmer, its glimmer. It's all going to fade. What will not fade is the love of Christ. Amen? Give her that. Amen? Put that under your tree. Put that in your stocking. Amen? Amen? 
Amen. Job, Job, I mean Job. Joseph had it together. The man was 90 years old. 90 years old. And when it was time for him, to, when the angel came to him and told him in a dream, get up and go to Egypt, it was about 300 miles. It took about two weeks. But the entire journey between Bethlehem to Egypt and back to Nazareth was more than 1,200 miles. This man was 90 years old. His form of transportation was a, a, a weak mule and an occasional sailboat on the Nile. Won't God do it? Won't God do it? I'm a young man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm a young man. I'm a young man in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Joseph's got nothing on me. <laughs> and he's got nothing on you, fellas. Amen. Take care of your bride. Don't wait till Christmas come. Take care of her. Do what Joseph did. Be a man. Amen. Man up. Man up. Man up. And if you're not, don't complain about what you're getting. Amen. Don't you complain. Amen. Amen. Look. Won't God do it? Won't he do it? He'll make your enemies back up off of you. Amen. Amen. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. He'll make your enemies back up off of you. The Bible declares, the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the glory of the former house. Haggai 2.9. Look, you've been through some things this year. And the enemy told you that your best days are behind you. I'm here to call the devil a liar. He's a liar. Your problems don't equal your promises. And the devil's no can't compete with God's yes. Amen. Your best days and your blessed days are before you. Amen. 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 Your best days are yet to come. They're yet to come. Don't matter what it looked like right now. Don't matter what it looked like last week. Your best days and your blessed days are yet to come. They're before you. The devil's a liar. God has, God has drawn a line in the sands of your life and told the devil here and no further. Amen. And, when, and what? If, if God says this, doesn't that settle it? Amen. Amen. Your best days and your blessed days. Put that under your tree. <laughs> Put that in your stocking. Stand with me, please. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.